this is Evan Cheney for CruelFansports.com, and today we're going to talk about the week of 15 slate of games for NFL. We're going to talk about the Sunday slate on DraftKings, and uh, let's just get into it. So let's talk about quarterbacks first. Um, given the secondary problems that the Eagles are having, I would go and say that Kyler Murray is most likely going to be the top quarterback on the slate just in terms of points scored. Um, I, I mean, there's just so much going on back there. They have a bunch of injuries. Darius Slay is probably out. Um, Avante Maddox is probably out. I mean, they it, it's a mess, right? So, And then they're going to uh, Arizona, the Eagles are. So I don't see how Kyler Murray doesn't at least get 20 fantasy points if not more. So, I mean, in that case, he's just going to, he's going to do very well. Let's just say that. Right. And I also like Patrick Mahomes a lot against New Orleans. I mean, it's just, you know, it's him being Patrick Mahomes. He's pretty much matchup proof. A lot of that is pace though. Drew Brees should be back. So that changes things. That does change the dynamic in that game. Uh, If I want to look at where the Vegas totals are currently. Where are we? Here we go. Yeah, I mean, Kansas City's a three-point favorite, 52-point total. I believe that's the highest on the board currently for Sunday's games. Yeah, so, I mean, that's a lineup I'll show you later. Um, But, yeah, I I get because I have – I mean, I have two different lineup approaches this week. I have a Stars and Scrubs, and I have what will probably be a more reasonable build. Uh, so yeah, that's, that's kind of how I plan on doing things here this week. Yeah. So Patrick Mahomes is good. I also like, I mean, Lamar Jackson, if he doesn't have any bathroom troubles, um, he should be fine against Jacksonville. What did he do last week? Even in the unique circumstance, he scored like 38 DraftKings points. He should be fine. Like he's a good play against Jacksonville. Um, I'm not too high on Russell Wilson. Uh, Washington actually has a very strong pass defense, and I'm not sure if Russell Wilson's going to hit his ceiling. So I'm kind of skeptical on him. Phillip Rivers is actually a quarterback I like quite a bit this week. I don't think – have they? They may – oh, yeah, they played a couple weeks ago. Uh, he has – he's um, he scored 19 DraftKings points in that game. He's actually the same price as he was. His price actually hasn't changed since week 12 against Tennessee. Um, I mean, he should be fine um, injury-wise. And and I don't – like, he's normally not a high upside guy, but Houston's also missing a ton defensively that they weren't missing when they played a couple weeks ago. So Phillip Rivers, I think, will have a much better game uh, from a fantasy point perspective. They're home, so – Philip Rivers actually works very well this week, especially stacked with one of his wide receivers, who we'll be talking about later. Um, Tom Brady's also a play. You know, he goes up against Atlanta. I believe that's the first matchup this season against Atlanta. Yeah. So that should be a good spot for him. Am I high on anyone else particularly? Maybe Jalen Hurts. Uh, Jalen Hurts. Yeah, I mean, he scored 23 last week at 5,100. 5,900, he still doesn't have to do all that much to reach 
uh, what would be a justifiable salary or a score for his salary. Um, and then one more quarterback that I kind of want to talk about is Dwayne Haskins. Where is he? Here he is. He's min price. And also he's, I mean, he, he's going to start this week because Alex Smith is out. Um, he didn't actually do all that. He scored 0.84 DraftKings points in that last game. That was against San Francisco, though. This time he gets Washington, or uh, Seattle, at home. Uh, Seattle's been pretty bad this season against past of, or, uh, as a pass defense. Um, and I do like the only way, the only reason I like Dwayne Haskins this week is because you stack him with a wide receiver of his, and he'll be. Um, he'll be interesting for GPPs, I think. So that's quarterbacks. Let's talk about the running back position where Derek Henry's obviously your best option by far. Um, I mean, if you factor out price, I mean, he's 9,500 though, which makes him a tough sell. However, even with his high price, well, okay. Last week he was 8,700 scored 39 against Jacksonville. Um, I mean, obviously his price doesn't at all correlate with his actual performance, but like, do I want to pay 9,500 for him against Detroit? I don't know. I have two lineups, one where I have him and I will be trying to pick a quarterback. No, I won't. Let's just say Philip Rivers for this build at quarterback. Right. I, and for this build, I don't want to use Derrick Henry because he's extremely questionable in terms of how often he can hit a, a $9,500 price tag, even in a good matchup. So actually, there's a couple guys that I want. Um, here's the thing. Alvin Kamara is a very good play this week now. Because with Drew Brees, he's going to get his targets, right? His price is reflective of what he's only been able to do with um, with Taysom Hill as his quarterback. But now with Drew Brees back, and we know that, you know, I think it's very apparent now that there is a huge difference in Alvin Kamara's uh, fantasy upside with and without Drew Brees. So I think he's a running back that you want to look at this week for sure. Um, yeah. I mean, he can very much do well. He could definitely do well this week. And he's kind of in the mix with Jonathan Taylor. Uh, who else? Cam Akers. I like a lot. Jeff Wilson. Right. So, and there's a, there's a bunch of names. I mean, there's a bunch of names we could talk about. But I think my two running backs here, I already know who they're going to be, right? And I want these two, right? I know Kamara is going to get a ton of opportunities with Drew Brees coming back into the lineup. And Cam Akers has a great matchup against the Jets. And we know after last Monday, I think it was, was it? no, Thursday, I mean, right? That Thursday night game, he was going to get a, he's going to get a ton of carries now, apparently. All right. Cause last two games, you know, 21 and 29 carries, I think they're, I guess they're becoming less running back by committee and more just giving Cam Akers the ball. So if that's the case, I want him for sure. 
And if we want to talk about cheaper running backs, because certain builds are going to necessitate it, um, there's not a ton. I mean, if you want to go Naeem Hines, that's definitely an option for the receiving upside, especially against Houston. Uh, Kenyon Drake is a name you could throw out there. DeAndre Swift is another name, but he's not the cheapest. He's 6,400. Um, I don't know. I, it def- oh, Jeff Wilson Jr. I forgot about him. I actually want him as a flex, actually, for the purposes of. Because I'm going to want Jeff Wilson and then I want Cam Akers in the flex, uh, just in case. Whatever. All right. So actually, I like Jeff Wilson Jr. He gets a very good matchup. I guess he's going to get the carries. Right? I don't know. He's been seeing double-digit carries. He gets targets. I guess he's worth the play. I think there's an injury that might boost him up a bit. So that's how I feel about the running back position. Let's talk about wide receivers where this is – wide receiver is why I want to save elsewhere because I pretty much know – I know the three wide receivers I want to play regardless. Um and they're for different reasons, right? So Calvin Ridley is my number one wide receiver. And that's only because Julio Jones is ruled out. And I mean, with the rest of the offense, it's like, I don't know. I don't, I don't particularly want to play any other Falcon but I know, I know when Julio Jones is out, Calvin Ridley just gets a crap load of opportunities. I mean, even last week, right? 12 targets, 124 yards, a touchdown. He was pretty damn good, right? So I like him, again, even if it's a more difficult matchup against Tampa. Like, he's going to get targets. I'm not too worried about that. Um, I mean, we can also talk about other wide receivers in this salary. I mean, Hopkins, DeAndre Hopkins is obviously a great play. Uh, given everything with Philadelphia. Um, Tyree kills fine, but 8,800 is becoming a little bit too much. I don't know. You can also go Cooper Cup. Brandon Ayuk, who's been seeing a ton of opportunities. Uh, maybe Robert Woods, he's questionable. Uh, Thielen and Jefferson, that combination's pretty good. Metcalf, possibly. Um, yeah. But I mean, my my other wide receiver is going to be Terry McLaurin because first off, he's becoming oddly cheap. Um, his price is dropping. He's because he's sixty six hundred now. But he also gets Dwayne Haskins back at quarterback. And if we look at the numbers, so when was Dwayne Haskins? Oh. So Dwayne Haskins was the starting quarterback for the first four weeks of the season, All right? So let's go kind of look at, there you go, right? So here's, so for those first four weeks, here's Terry McLaurin's numbers uh, in terms of, um, right, just in terms of uh, what he was able to do with Dwayne Haskins, right? He was getting 27% of the targets, 40.8% of the air yards, which was giving him 69 very nice 0.69 uh, whopper. He wasn't really scoring a ton of fantasy points because he only scored one touchdown, but the opportunities were very much there. Right. And then, you know, then we can look at what he did 
to excuse my clicking. This is again, I'll talk about that lineup later. Uh, so I guess weeks five to 13. Let's say that. Right. And then we, when we compare it to weeks five to 13, numbers actually the same, right? He was getting, I mean, he was getting a little bit less targets, a little bit fewer targets, but he was also getting more air yards, actually. Interesting. You include week 14 in that. The number's still the same. Drops a little bit, but pretty much still the same. Interesting. I didn't actually think about that that was the case. But I guess there might be more air yards. I don't know. Let's look at let's look at the air yards just total. Right, per game. So what? So 761. I know this is the type of content people want, right? <laughs> so 84 and a half in the Alex Smith situation. She's so getting 84 and a half air yards a game versus. Oh, wow. Okay. So yeah, Terry McLaurin gets 15 more air yards a game with Dwayne Haskins versus. Alex Smith. There's your analysis right there. So that's 15 more potential yards per game. Yeah. So that's kind of, that's my explanation on uh, Harry. So that's why I really like him this week. And then there's not a whole lot of value. Can I fit him in? I didn't try this lineup before, so maybe I can't. Oh, that's a problem. Yeah, because the other lineup does have some scrubs in there. So my logic for wanting to put T.Y. Hilton, and he's getting a bunch of targets, actually, these last few weeks. Um, Zoom would let me do that. <laughs> right, so I guess weeks 11 to 12 to 13, 14. His, I mean, he's just getting a ton of opportunities all of a sudden, T.Y. Hilton is. And he's cheap going up against a bad defense in Houston. So I really want T.Y. Hilton. I guess you'd have to save at this position. So I'd have to say Jeff Wilson Jr. But then who else at running back? Interesting. I don't have an answer to that question. I guess I could say maybe like a Naeem Hines. That's a move, I guess. Yeah, yeah because I can... Okay, that's good. Uh, okay, no, that actually works because Philip Rivers, Hines correlate, so does Hilton. Okay, that works. Um, yeah. So, I mean, T.Y. Hilton has a great matchup against Houston, and he's going to get a ton of targets. So that's why I like that situation there. And then, I mean, again, we can talk about other wide receivers, right? Because we can talk about Allen Robinson having a great matchup against a bad Minnesota team defensively. The only problem I have with taking guys, 
against Minnesota, really. It just seems it like Minnesota plays at this very slow pace. And it's like there's not a whole lot of opportunities for a you know, Minnesota players or even their opponents to score fantasy points. You know, this this 46 point total kind of makes sense. Right. Um, what type of value guys can we get? I and mean, we can get a Traquan Smith if you're into that, Michael Pittman, uh, Michael Gallup, if you want. There's not a whole lot of value at the wide receiver position. Jamison Crowder, possibly. And also Russell Gage. Uh, but I don't think he's going to get that value again. All right, let's talk about tight end. Tight end, there's one guy I want, and then there's a bunch of guys you can pay up for if you want to. Um, because you have Travis Kelsey, who, yeah, obviously, probably the best, but by far the most expensive. Um, and then you have Mark Andrews, who's a lot cheaper. And if it works in your builds, then go for it. Also, TJ Hawkinson should probably get a lot of opportunities considering, um, you know, with no Galladay. What's he been up to? Not Galladay, but uh, yeah. Well, let's look at last game because maybe last game was a little bit, it just seemed like he had the most targets. Uh, he was, well, he had the most targets, but the area, I mean, he's a tight end, so there's a difference. Right. So, I mean, Marvin Jones and Hawkinson were pretty similar. Um, Hawkinson had three more targets, but Marvin Jones saw 51 more air yards. So, but really, my guy is Cole Komet. Um, obviously, gets the matchup against Minnesota. Uh, very cheap. He's 3,000. And I think he's been getting quite a few targets. If I can sort this. I mean, Alan Robinson obviously is getting most of them, but he saw seven targets last week, Colt Komet. Saw seven, which was the second most on the team. And, I mean, the air yards are not going to be comparable. He saw 25 air yards. So, But Colt Komet, I think, is going to be my guy there. I don't see any reason to divert from that. So then we can look at defense where, because of what we've done here, we can pretty much afford everyone except for the Rams and the Ravens, All right? So we can afford the Dolphins. We can afford the Colts. Uh, we can afford the Titans. I mean, again, everyone except these two, which again, I don't have the best read in the world on defenses, but you know, if you want to believe in the prevailing narrative that Bill Belichick is the best against, um, rookie quarterbacks then i guess the patriots defense makes a whole lot of sense right because you have tua who is a rookie quarterback uh and the same patriots team pretty much neutralized justin herbert so you can go there there are defense and then you can pay up at any other position at this point right so i don't know wherever you want to go i guess <laughs> but i think this is a pretty strong lineup it might be very highly owned. I'm not really sure where ownership is on anything, but I, I, I don't know. This seems like a really good lineup to me. All right. Uh, yeah, actually, no, let's talk about the other lineup that I built. So 
this is the other lineup that I built before I started recording this. Um, it's kind of, it's, this is where I have Derrick Henry. And there's a lot going on here, as you can tell. All right, so we have Haskins stacked with McLaurin. Uh, we have Derrick Henry. We have Cam Akers. We have Ridley. And to kind of fit all this together, I had to punt the third wide receiver spot. So we have Traquan Smith, who I don't know. Could he work? I mean, when, what weeks was Drew Brees playing? How long has he been out? So really the first, I'm not going to count this. So let's go weeks one to nine. Okay. I, I doubt he was getting a ton of opportunities. So fine. Okay. He was getting, he had 34 targets in eight games. So that's a little over four targets per game, if I'm not mistaken. So he can get there. Right, and he scored three touchdowns. A lot of Traquan Smith's stuff is just like, he doesn't get the frequency of targets, but the targets that he gets are very deep. Right, If we want to look at his A dot in this span, so his average depth of target. Uh, so what are we talking? 315 divided by 34. I mean, that's about nine yards of target in air yards. So he was basically being targeted downfield as a deep, a deeper threat. Right. So that can work kind of as like a home run, a home run or miss type guy. We have Cole Komet again, uh, T Y Hilton and then Falcons defense, which I mean, obviously that's kind of a risk. <laughs> if, you, if you've watched the Falcons play football this season. But I think it works from like an offensive line perspective. If you want to look at that matchup. Um, okay. Pro Football Focus didn't want me to sign in. Uh, I mean, yeah, it, the matchup kind of works from a pass rush perspective. Uh, can force pressure on Tom Brady, force him into, into picks and whatever. It it's the only way I can make this all work with Derrick Henry. Again, Derek like the pricing is very tight and it just makes it very difficult to fit Derrick Henry. So if you want him, this is my best bet of a lineup. If you don't want Derrick Henry, this is kind of my best bet. So all right, that'll be it for me. This has been Evan Cheney for the cruelfansports.com podcast. Make sure to follow me on Twitter at echaney69. That's at E-C-H-E-N-E-Y, not uh, 69. And uh, good luck in your contest this week.